God's people said amen. I'll tell you what, uh, you know, I never get tired of that. The, the, the praise team has played that a couple of times, and we had a, uh, we had a big time uh, at our midnight service, and thank you for being here. And uh, we'll have a big time today. We'll let the Holy Spirit. Um, I'm going to ask you guys to stand. I'm going to pray for you. And then we're going to pray for all of you who have lost somebody uh, this year. Um, there's, it's just on my heart. I want to do that. So I want to pray for you and then I'll ask you to be seated and, and be sensitive to the people who are watching online, uh, as well today. So father God, we want to pray for this opening of this Christmas service, Lord God, that this brings a, a spirit of joy to our heart, uh, uh, maybe a little spring in our step and a smile on our face, Lord, as we, uh, celebrate, uh, your birthday and, uh, we remember all the people we've lost this year and, uh, Father God, we don't take that lightly. We know that you're going to help us through this process, this morning process, um, as we keep them close in our heart. Um, and we pray this in uh, Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Let's applaud the Lord on his birthday with applause. You may be seated. Um, so, if you have a bulletin... Um, just kind of grab it here and, and just kind of give it a quick look over. There's a lot of, lot of things that, that are noteworthy in there. And, um, and, and put that on your refrigerator, and it, it'll kind of help you with some of the things coming up. So the upcoming year, this coming 2022, will be uh, uh, a new year, new headlines is what we're going to title it. And all the great news, um, we're going to call the Bible the Good News Gazette, and we're going to uh, celebrate all the promises that God uh, has for us. And then after our service today, we're going to ask you to stay around because uh, we have some baptisms, and that's pretty cool, too. Amen. So uh, this will be our tithing message, and then, uh, as always, in the month of December, we'll pass around our Christmas box. And it comes from the reading in John chapter 1. Uh, we're going to go probably about to verse 13, and we're going to talk about this just a little bit. Uh, it says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. Now, let me, let me tell you something about uh, beginning. Be this is the beginning as we know it, the beginning as we know it. For God, there is no beginning. God was always there before the beginning. He'll always be there in the end as we know it and everywhere in between, and he'll be with you when you're going through all the stuff that you're going through here uh, and let's be honest, let's slam the door on 2021 and move towards 2022. Look at your neighbor and say, we got to move on, Jack. We got to, we got to roll on. We got to roll on. He was in the beginning with God and all things were made through him. And without him was not anything made that was made. That's powerful. In him was life and the life uh, was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Uh, there was a man sent from God whose name was John. Now, he's talking about John the baptizer here. He came as a witness to bear witness about the light. And maybe today, uh, you're to carry on that legacy of John the baptizer. You're here to testify about the light of Jesus as we can celebrate it our Christmas in 2021. Amen. And, and, and you can just see 
the, the trees being lit and the presents and, and, and all the things that go on across our great land, the celebration of the baby king. It says that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to bear witness about the light. And that's what you tell people this Christmas. It ain't about me. It's about he. The true light which gives light to everyone who is coming into the world. He was in the world and the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him. So I'm going to stop there for just a second, and I believe that's where we're at right now. Even with all the communication that we have and all the social media that we have, I believe that this country is further from Christ than they've ever been. And it's our job as Christians to take this wonderful message that we carry around in our heart and share it with the dark uh, in lost world. Would you agree to that? Yeah. Amen. So let's pray together and, and we'll, we'll pray that God will illuminate your hearts today. And, and my prayer today is, is if you're not born again, you haven't ever given your life to Jesus, do that today, man. John, there's not, there's, there isn't a better Christmas gift than to give yourself to Jesus Christ. Amen. So let's pray about that to, together, everybody. Lord, uh, I'm excited about this Christmas. I know we all have a little bit of pain here and there from people we've lost or the relationals or whatever they are. But we want to we wanna ask, Lord God, that you would fill that void with your love, uh, that we would carry this message uh, out to a lost and dying world. Uh, and if there's somebody here who doesn't know you as Lord and Savior, the best Christmas gift they could ever give you would be themselves. That's why you came and that's why you died. And Lord God, I ask today, uh, that is the last offering of the year uh, this December. This offering would be the best offering we have ever given to you. And we're giving it uh, with hopeful expectation um, that our input really matters down here for the kingdom of God. And we pray this in thy name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. One more loud shout to the Lord as the offering's picked up. Amen. All right, uh, so turn with me. So obviously we're reading the Christmas story. Uh, Luke chapter 2 is where we're going to start. Uh, we'll read about 20 verses. And uh, if you were with us on, if you were with us at the midnight service, you heard this. The, and, uh, and I wanted to thank my wife and my daughter for helping me out with this. You know, when we, when we decided to do this midnight service, uh, let's be honest, the midnight service is not really convenient because you have to stay up. And I usually like after I eat a bunch, I like to go to bed. <laughs> but it, it keeps you up and people get to celebrate. And uh, uh, it's, it's been awesome. You know, like when we started with just a few people and then on the midnight service, man, we had the place packed out. So it was, it was fantastic. So thank you guys for being here on that. Amen. Uh, I'm going to pray for the message, and then we're going to get into it. And I want to thank everybody watching the broadcast uh, from home today. So, Father God, we pray that this Christmas story uh, come alive in the hearts and the minds of all who are gathered here today. And uh, it speak to them in a special and intimate way. Um, Lord God, we ask that you baptize us in your Holy Spirit. Um, and um, that we take this message uh, with us. And, um, and we're proud carriers of this wonderful message that can change lives. Uh, so thank you for giving it to us and revealing it to us today. In thy name of Jesus, amen. 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 So I think that let's talk a little bit about the new year to come, uh, new year, new headlines. 
So I thought about that. So the headlines reading, you know, uh, about God's promises to you, about your health, about your relationship, about your finances, about your joy. We're going to cover all that stuff uh, coming up in uh, 20, uh, 2022. Can you imagine 2022? I can't even hardly say that. It's a tongue twister. Say that seven times fast, 2022. Um I just, I get to the point in my life where, and, and people ask me that all the time, hey, Pastor Pat, did you see this on, and, and, and I always pretty much just tell them, no, I didn't see it, because I really, truly just don't watch television at all, so, um, and, um, so I wanted to change the headlines at church, uh, that the headlines be, hey, somebody got saved, hey, somebody got baptized, Hey, say, you know, somebody joined the church. Hey, somebody got into a Bible study and things like that. Let's just, let's, if you're over all the old stuff that they're trying to keep resuscitating, just say amen. We have to, have to move on from that. Amen. amen. So uh, we won't sp- take any time going back on this message. We'll kind of chop it up as we go. Uh, I've probably read this at least two or three times, maybe four times, uh, even on the show, Overcomer Hour show. Uh, so I'm sure you'll know this, but if you've never heard this story before, it's a wonderful story uh, written by a doctor. So it's, it's in great detail here. So let's get at it. Here we go. The, the true Christmas story. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. So even through mandates, manipulation, through uh, regulations and registrations, God can still work even if you don't think that he's working right now. In the midst of all the craziness and, and the upheaval and the political parties and all the stuff, God's still at work. You still have a relationship with him even though everybody out there is going crazy. I mean, let's be honest. You're like, man, if I hear this one more time, I'm going to scream. This was, this was the first registration when Cornelius was governor of Syria. And all went to be registered each to his own town. So God's going to make something good out of this census. He's going to make something good out of the census. And I want to let you know that he can make something good out of your life, even in the midst of loss, even in the midst of registrations and some of you guys have been to work where you say I can't I can't go to work Pastor Pat unless I have this or I have that and uh, you know thank God you guys being Christians uh, some of you realize that that's against your religious beliefs that you can't uh, follow man-made mandates over Christ's word Uh, so I'm thankful for that Um, so you go up to Galilee to a town of Nazareth to Judea to a city of David which is called Bethlehem, because he was the house in lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. So just remember about the travel and, and, and how uncomfortable it was for Mary and, and Joseph and all that. And um, I want to let you know, I've told you this before, that being a Christian and a follower of Christ is not about comfort. Diane, it is very uncomfortable to be a Christian. It's it's very uncomfortable to be able to stand for your own convictions. Some some of you guys have family that has has decided to get away from you because of your uh, beliefs in Christ. And if you're here today, just say amen so you'll know there's somebody else out there. So here and, and and here's the deal. Here's the deal. 
You and I have to be okay with that. It doesn't mean that we don't pray for them, we don't love them, but as followers of Christ, I am mandated by Almighty God that this is the way me and my family are going to live, and we're not going to live outside of those things that God has told us to live by. Amen. Hey, man, I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. There, there is a higher power than your mother-in-law, sister-in-law, brother-in-law, father-in-law, and all that, or whoever it is. And his name's Almighty God. And you, 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 just, you decide who you're going to follow. And, and here's the deal. I've told you this before. It's going to make somebody upset, Curtis. Just make sure you don't make God upset. Some people are just going here's, to, here's, let's be honest this Christmas, there's some people you just can't make happy. I mean, you could fill the table full of ham and turkey and candies and ice cream and everything, and they're going to want something that ain't on the table. And what I say is, you know why it ain't on the table? It's because you didn't bring it. They're always the ones that come empty-handed that complain the most. You know who they are. Look at your neighbor and say, why don't you bring something, Jack? Do you ever have, oh, this is off the, off the subject here. Do you ever, like, hey, man, we want you to come over tonight. You know, we're like, we're having a barbecue. Oh, cool. Uh, could you, like, bring some uh, steaks and soda? thinking to myself, why'd you invite me if you ain't got no food? <laughs> Amen. That's like inviting somebody out for dinner and then having them pay. Hey, want to take out to dinner? You mind picking up the tap? And then you say, hey, do you mind getting a job? Can I move on? I will. But this, here's, here's the funny part about life. The people in the Bible are the same people that are here today. There's no difference in the people. Human beings have a flawed nature, and you found that out when you got with your families. Amen? There's always, you know what I found out when you go celebrate like Christmas or Thanksgiving? There's always the outside, the people that go outside. Whether they go out to smoke or whatever, what they're trying to really do is get away from the crazy people that are inside. I don't even smoke and I go out with them. I'm like, man, I'm going to start smoking or something. <laughs> See how my life is, Rose? Hey, man, don't act like you didn't go out there. You're like, man, there's a coffee out here or something. I got to get out of here. <laughs> That's the way people are. They're flawed. All right, I'll get back to the story. Your friend's got a smile on their face right next to you. It's nice being in church, isn't it? It's a good place. Okay, so let's get back into the story. It says, verse 6, 2-6 in Luke. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And, and like I told you before, um, no hospitals here. She has to give birth probably on her own. I don't know if there was somebody there to help in the delivery or not. 
And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger. Now, let me tell you about the manger. You've heard it before. If you did any study, if you study for five minutes, you'll find out that Jesus was actually born in a cave and he was laid in a, uh, Chuck, he was laid in a feeding trough. It was carved out of the cave. So you're like, man, that doesn't sound like the, the... nowadays we like to get our baby's room ready. And we have the party so we know what color to paint. It's either blue or pink. And then we got the crib, and then we got the rocking chair and all that. Jesus didn't have any of that. He come in the, in, in the lowliest of terms so he could make the biggest impact on a society. And I don't want to say this about your family, but I will. Some people like to show off. Oh, girl, come in and look at the baby room. Amen. How does Mary say that to her group? She said, don't worry about the room. Look at the child. So, the, so that's awesome because that's where the focus needs to be. I mean, the tree's cool and the lights and the services and all that, but really it's all about, it's all about the baby king. It's all about God in the flesh, pouring himself into flesh. She gave birth to her firstborn son, wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the end. That's just like Jesus. Ain't got no place to lay his head. He's the creator of the world. And no one wants to, there was no place for them to have the baby. No hotel, no house, no nothing. You want to talk about homeless? He was homeless in his own home. Think about that for just a second. No one would invite Mary and Joseph in. I don't know, maybe they heard about him or was a little sketchy or whatever. Or maybe she just didn't fit the narrative. She wasn't from the neighborhood or something. So they just go, you know what, man? We're just going to have to have this baby out in the cave. And, and God's cool with that. And I want to let you guys know here at Have Bible Will Travel, if you ain't got nowhere to go, Have Bible Will Travel is the place you need to come because we're always open for business. God's business. All the time. Um, so they're wrapped in swaddling clothes, light them in a manger because there was no place for them in the end. And you know, that's the way he died too. Between a mess. He died right between two thieves. So he was born in the middle of a mess and he died in the middle of a mess. And all through his life, he always dealt with a mess. But I want to let you know today for you and your family there's a message inside this mess. And God delivers people from their situations today in 2021. Amen. All right, so here we go to the hippie kids. We, we talk about them every year. These guys are the, the far-out group. And in the same region, there were shepherds out in the field keeping watch over their flock by night, and an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. That's why I told you about the whole heavenly franchise shows up here. And remember that when you go to pray or you go to do things you don't want to do or don't have the power to do, remember God's going to send his whole heavenly franchise with you to get through that situation. They'll either be there with you or he'll grab you by the hand and he'll, and he'll walk you through the fire. Either way, you're coming out on top with God. 
So when you walk into the scene or you walk in to talk to your boss or you walk in and some of you guys have it, it went in to, to get religious exemption for this, that, or the other, and you go, man, I kind of feel insignificant and it's a big corporate setting. Who cares? You go in there with the whole heavenly franchise and say, this, Jack, is something that I just cannot do and God is with me. Yeah, don't ever feel insignificant in, in, in a worldly situation because God's with you no matter where you're at. So just like, the, and God just made him, so he just illuminated these, these angels. It says, and an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around him, and they were all filled with great fear. It is fearful living in this time. It is fearful, but fear is not Lord of your life. Jesus Christ is Lord of your life. You need to tell fear to leave because I'm standing in faith in Christ. Amen. Can I get a witness in God's house today? You don't have to be fearful. You ain't no scaredy cat. Look at your neighbor and say, you don't look like a scaredy cat. You know what, I, I, I don't like fear-mongering or bullying and stuff like that. Do you ever get tired of everybody trying to, uh, try to get you to flinch? Uh, oh, you know, this kind of thing. You got to do this, got to do that. Here's the deal, man. I, I'm, not, I'm not bowing down to this, this fear-mongering that you're trying This Watch this class, this trip you're trying to put me on. I'm not down. I'm not down with that trip. Amen. Amen. Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news. And can't we all use a little good news today? I mean, just be honest. Let's just let's just stop right there. This day, it's good news. Jesus Christ is born. He came to deliver all the sinners from their sin that are held captive. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. And I'm going to ask you to raise up here. I, got, I do have a couple extra verses, but I want to start here. And we can, Jackie, if you bring the house lights down, we're, we're going to talk about all the people. Oh, man, we're going to talk about them. You was at Christmas with them. Say it with me, all the people. Even the ones we don't like. Man, they're everywhere. But I, I got to thinking about that. We've been, I've been talking about this for days, and I've been discussing it with my daughter and my wife. And there's all kinds of people. Close your eyes when I say that. There's all kinds of people that you just don't get along with. Oh, they're all the people, the far-off people. Remember when you was far off or you was one of the all the people. There's no way Rankin will ever get saved. No way! Or maybe you. Jesus didn't just, Terry, Jesus didn't just die for church folk. He didn't just die for church folk. Dress church ways and no church handshakes and church memberships and smile. He didn't, he didn't just die. He didn't come for, for just a, the frozen chosen. Oh, all up in here, girl. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, say it with me. All. That means every stinking one of us. We got everybody pigeonholed in society. Finally, everybody goes in a little box. Here's, here's, I'm going to keep it real with you, Jimmy. I don't belong in a box. A box can't hold me in. I got too much going on in this, in this frame. 
I got the love of Jesus. I'm baptized in the Holy Ghost, blood-bought, flag-waving, Bible-toting, devil-chasing guy. I got a lot going on. So I'm one of the all, and so are you. And so is your family. The ones that didn't come are the ones you can't stand that don't come to Christmas. He died for them too. He came and was born. All of them, all of them cats. And that's a heck of a group that you all got. Amen. I'm glad that Jesus was born for all the people. I just, I'm just, I, uh, me and my wife couldn't be happier for our church. It is, it is such a wonderful, wonderful, truly honest place to be. Let's, let's, let's just be real today since we're at church on Christmas. This is, this is a real cool place to be around some pretty cool people. Here we go. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior. Say that with me, a Savior. For all the people, even the shepherds that were up on the hill, smelling like sheep or whatever. Everybody's always worried about what everybody looks like or where, where they've been or what they did or all this kind of stuff. You don't have to worry about that when you come to this church. All we require is that you come in. You just come in. Just come in. Amen. Just go, hey, watch this. And then sidestep that old, that old stump that stunk way down in this field. Some people ask me, well, what are we going to do about him, Pastor? What are we going to do? So when I'm plowing up all this ground to plant some new seed, what I do is I just plow around them. I don't spend any time trying to pop the stump up. A lot of you guys working overtime trying to pop the stump up in the middle of the field. Here's the deal. Just plow right around them. Girl, we're just going gonna to plant right around your happy little rear end. And you too, sir. Don't, don't spend any time trying to, trying to fix them if they don't want to be around. You just watch this class. You just plow right around them. So Keelan would tell you, so my daddy just plows right around that mess. He don't spend any time on it at all because I ain't got that kind of time. I ain't got time to mess around. I got to keep plowing. And anybody that, that puts his hand to the plow and has to look back ain't fit for the service of God. Right. Yeah, you'll find that in the Bible. So once you put your hand to the plow this Christmas, you ain't got to look back and see what you left behind because there ain't nothing back there. Look at your neighbor and say, I got a future with Jesus. I got a good future, man. This is, this, Pastor Jay, I've read this story. This turns out really good. This is, this is a good story. Verse 12 says, and, the, and you will, you, this will be a sign. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God, saying, say it with me, class, glory to God in the highest. If there was another way I could praise God, I would. I can't play an instrument, can't sing real well. Too fat to dance and it's too windy to stack BBs. Oh, you're like, I'm writing that down. You should. If 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 I knew of a way to praise God more than I'm praising God, 
I want to know about it because I want to get involved in it. And it doesn't matter how goofy I look while I do it. Because the only one I'm trying to please at this church is God. And it works out real well for me. Amen. I'm going to change your world today. Your job isn't to please people. It's to please God. Quit being a people pleaser. <laughs> oh, you'll make, your, you'll make yourself crazy trying to please people, especially this time. I've heard of people getting kicked out of their own families because they didn't have what the family required for them to be at their house or whatever. I was like, man, that's, that's whacked. Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace. Stretch your hands out like this if you want that. Just stretch it out like this and then turn them over and say, pour it on me. Couldn't you use peace right now, man? I mean, just dump it right in my lap. When you got the peace of Jesus with you, it don't matter what's going on in the world. Ask him right there. Just say, pour it on me this Christmas. And when the angels went away into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened. It's happening right now in the church at Have Bible Will Travel. God's pouring his peace on you. That's what Christmas is all about. It's all about, it's the, it's the peace and love of Jesus Christ. And can we just all be honest today? If it wasn't for the love and peace of Jesus Christ, we wouldn't even probably be here today. Because that's, that's the only... The, the, the glue that holds everything together is the love of Christ. Amen. Let's go over to Bethlehem to see this thing that's happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste. So that means they went quick and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in the manger. Boy, there's good news right there. That means the, the, the Messiah... The anointed one, the appointed one, the chosen one, Jesus Christ is lying right there in the manger just like they said he would. There he is. I can see him. There he is. He came into my heart. I can feel him. You can't deny what God has done in your heart. Every one of you guys. You guys are different people because you invited Christ to be your Savior. Man, he's, he's right. I know he's there. I can feel him. We're going to talk about that. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told to them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying, praising God for all they had heard and seen had been, uh, it had been told them. So it was just like, watch this. Steve, it was just like they said it was going to be. He was lying in a manger. And he came, and he came to save people like me and you. And, and Mike's getting ready to baptize his little grandchildren. And that, that. Now, let, let, me say, let me say this to you. And uh, I, I tell you what, so everybody can see. Why don't we just sit down for just a second here. I'm, I'm going to talk to you for just a second about this. Because I know Mike and... and Ashley and Mike and Franny and, and Grandma and they preach this at their house. So don't don't just listen to Pastor Pat and go like I'm not going to preach this to my family when I get home. 
because the, then they may never be saved. You say, after the, these little people give their life to Jesus, the next step, God tells them is to be baptized. And they're gonna, these little people are going to remember this for the rest of their life, the day that their grandpa baptized them. Oh, man. Woo! Oh, that's, that's powerful. That's powerful. And if you're a grandma or grandpa or mom or dad, and you don't have this story, add this story to your life. Because your story's not complete until you give your life to Jesus. And then you baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And, and then whatever, watch this. J.D., after that, everything's gravy after that. After, after your kids have been saved and your grandkids have been saved, you're like, God, man, I'm good now. Yeah. Say that with me. I'm good now. Yeah. After your kids have been saved and they've been baptized, you're good. Amen. Everything after that's just a bonus. Right. But I'll tell you one thing I'm fearful of, Pastor Jay. I'm afraid that there's somebody here today who ain't saved. Now, I don't know that, but that's about the only thing I fear when I walk out of my church. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pray for you, and if you've never been born again, stay here and give your life to Jesus. And then, I don't know if you got a wild hair, the, the water's nice and warm. We actually even cleaned the trough out before we brought it back from the farm. Normally, we don't do that. But Berger said he wouldn't do it unless we cleaned her up real good. Let's pray on that note. And, and would you, if just while you're seated right there, if you have a child that hasn't been saved or hasn't been baptized, just slip your hand up. I'm going to pray for him. I'm just going to pray for him because I want him, I want him to be, I want him to be saved and I want him to be baptized. And you say, Pastor Pat, is it, is it all that? Oh my gosh, it's all that. It's, it's the best thing in the whole wide world. Would you pray, would you pray with me as we pray for your, pray for your little babies? Chuck, they're always going to be your babies no matter how big they get. Every, every one of them kids. Let's pray for them right now. Father God, for all the hands that are raised and maybe some that are online. There's a child out there who needs to hear about the love of Jesus. This Christmas, we're not going to let it go. We're going to hang on to it, Lord God, like a suitcase today. And believe that our children will come to faith in Christ. They will be baptized. We'll give you the glory. And let this be the best Christmas that we've ever had, Lord God. And we believe it can happen. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen.